Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of I've Never Had an Original Thought with me, Becky Lee. This week I am joined by Sarah and Neve, who I actually met at a picnic birthday party for our mutual friend Maddie. And as soon as I started chatting to them both, I was literally like, you are perfect for my podcast. Um, and you can see why, because they are, they're such good friends, they bounce off each other incredibly. And I think it just makes it a really fun and yeah enjoyable episode we talk about moving to London house prices um and yeah of course all of the things that have inspired them and have made them the people they are today so please enjoy this episode I'm sure you'll be giggling along with it as much as I was um and yeah I will speak to you at the end okay bye Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of I've Never Had Original Thought. This week I am joined by Sarah and Neve. Hi! Hi! How are you both doing? Good, thanks, how are you? I'm good, thank you, yeah. Have you had a nice weekend? Yeah, I went to Lemmy's actually. Oh, did you? I know, I'm not with my family. I'm not really a theatre person and my dad is obsessed with Lemmy's, like, Started crying just explaining the plot to me Stop. in all bar one. It was really at like 1pm on Saturday. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but it was actually really fun. And then we just went for some drinks after. I love musicals. I think like loads of people are like, oh, musicals. But I think when I play, when you play someone that's song for musical, they're like, oh God, cringe. Mm. But when you're in it, it's so different. It's like mm. the atmosphere. It's so nice. I didn't find it emotional though. You didn't find Lima's emotional? I didn't. She doesn't have emotion. <laughs> I do, but if, I just don't think I could find a musical emotional. Maybe I could if I was more into it. But before I went to watch it, me and my boyfriend watched uh, Lemmy's for Dummies because we needed to get the. Um, we didn't want to watch a three hour film, so we just watched a 16 minute oh, video. But you were going to be prepared for the theatre. You really care. Yeah. Because oh, I didn't want to go there and just be like, be an I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> like, my sister. Turned up without watching Lemmy's for Dummies. Um, <laughs> and she was I quite unprepared. She did not know what was going on, and I had to keep whispering to her. She thought you were like so intelligent. I know. Like, did she tell her you watched it? But, I yeah, no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but this little YouTube tutorial was just a little recap. Yeah. It was actually really good. Perfect. And we spent the Friday together. Yeah, we went out on Friday. Um, my weekend was good. Yeah, it was quite busy, which I really like. Um, but I did, yeah. I did, I was rushing around quite a lot and uh, went and watched a friend in the Hackney Half and was shouting so much, like, for everyone. And I was you like... You do, you just get involved. Everyone was you. going past. It's quite emotional. The ma- okay. London Marathon is emotional. That's what it? I was going to say. I was like, I don't find my own life emotional at all. But other people's lives mm. and other things I see make me... Like, in my own life, I don't cry very often. But a video of someone else's life or anything else, like, <laughs> sets me off. Like, if someone else said... I'm really sad, like, that'd be way more likely to make me cry. Mm, yeah. Because I'm apparently such a good person. Oh, you're <laughs> such an empath, aren't you? Exactly. No, you're so not. selfless. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, I remember when the Olympics were on and someone would win gold and I'd be, like, sobbing for them because they yeah. worked their whole life and they actually got a gold medal. Yeah, I just think with the marathon and the half marathons, I'm like, I would probably never be able to do this and I would also never want to be able to do this. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to do this, but I'd <laughs> never want to do it. So I just think, wow, I you really are wow. really well done. Wow. Um, yeah, and they, and we were chat like sharing for everyone, and we were like trying to read, and it's like, 
go Matt, you know, and it's yeah. like, all right, go Matt. And then Matt's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I who are you? And then, and then um, a guy came over and went, sorry, how do you know so many people running? <laughs> Like, I, I pretended, I was like, oh, part of a running club, lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then the girls was, was like, we're just reading the bits. <laughs> <laughs> it was like hilarious. I feel like that's quite normal. So, I've done that. In so the, normal, but yeah. other people weren't. We actually got told mm. to shut up. I was like, oh, come Why are you? On. Why are you here? It's a murderer. Why are you here if you don't want to? It's like, if you're not going go to go home. Support. That's rude. Yeah, you can't have any party poopers at a half marathon. No. Anyway, the first question that I ask every guest that I have on um, is well, what the podcast is about. So who or what is one person, idea or event that has changed the way that you've seen the world? Oh, oh, else I, to. I might because I feel like my answer is quite cringy. Okay, <laughs> you go you first. Go cringy, I won't want to say my answer. Okay, this was like really, I didn't even need to think. I was like, I know this answer straight away. I'm obsessed at the moment with Queer Eye. <laughs> because I can't stop talking about it. I feel like it's a level it. of hate, isn't it? <clears throat> Do you hate it? I've never really watched it, but. Okay, I have to say, I like love a makeover. Mm. But it, like, love a makeover. Any trashy film with a makeover in, I love. But this is like next level. But. That sounds really superficial. I actually really like it because it's like all about like enhancing the person that they are. And yeah. it's like this woman loved wearing berets. And instead of being like, don't wear that beret because it doesn't suit you. Yeah, it, it looks, not suit her. It looks awful. <laughs> instead of saying that, they got her a more fashionable one that was embroidered. And I thought, you're enhancing. They just do such nice things. And everyone that they go to, they're just so positive and like, everyone they just make everyone's lives that they come into contact with they make their lives better and I find it really inspiring do you, cry, do you get emotional I've it? cried every single episode it's <laughs> minus two they were just not likable people oh. but <laughs> on the plane crying I watched one on a lunch break at work had a meeting after watching it and my face was all red yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like don't worry guys I've just been watching then it's <clears throat> Yeah, a it's a recent, a recent obsession. Recent so how has it changed the way that you've seen the world then? Well, it's just about, like, a more emphasis on, like, being really positive and nice and happy towards people. And, like, even people that you don't know. And also pointing out the good things in people. So now I'm really trying to do this. And you, like, we did tell, you did tell yeah, me the other weekend, actually. Because I think, I think nice things all the time. But like, and I think, oh, no of course, of course, my friend knows that I think they're amazing. But I'm like, I've never actually told them. Yeah. I think they're always like they're so complimentary and they're always saying these things. And I'm like, oh, I don't ever tell people. You know, when you have like a really nice waiter and you go, you're amazing, but yeah. you don't say to them, you're yeah. amazing. And like, whereas they would. So it's more just like the emphasis on how important it is to be like, say the nice things that you're thinking and like spread the love kind of spread thing the love. yeah i like that i'm trying to do it with my friends now like actively be like i've thought this about you i've never told you so yeah hope like i feel like it will make me a better person which is yeah i need a bit of something to make me better <laughs> it's like such a deep thing to say about like a tv show uh but really it hit me hard i like that I reckon mine, mine's quite a while ago, actually. So yours is rather recent. Mine was when I was 16 and <clears throat> I'm basically really blind. So I've got an eye disease. So I don't have any central vision. And I got diagnosed when I was about 12. And then I went to, when we were at the hospital, like getting diagnosed and everything, they said, oh, this is a like a lady who knows how to navigate the government and like what you need to get at school with extra time and stuff. So you can speak to her. She's got a daughter who's a couple years older than Neve who will have gone through similar things. We had different um, diseases, but it was basically the same. And then my parents dragged me out to this talk that she was doing and I really didn't want to go. I was like really reluctant. I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting in this talk. It was about an hour drive away after school and I tweeted I hate it here, someone let me leave. Obviously, just attention-seeking. No one knew where I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then when I actually got over it and I was in stop being in a huff with my parents, um, she was speaking about how, like, if you don't... If you aren't, like, forthcoming with telling people or being open with it, then the only person you're 
hurting is yourself by not getting the help that you need. So she just said that, oh, about all the extra time about, I was really reluctant to type in school because I didn't want to be the only one that would be on my laptop. And then after she just said, you're literally just hurting yourself by not doing it because I basically can't even read my own handwriting because it's so bad. Um, so then from that moment, I was literally just like telling everyone, wasn't afraid. And then when I went to uni, it was so much easier because I find it quite difficult to see people coming towards me, even if I know them. Yeah. So like obviously my friends, they know that I won't be able to see them. So like wave or say what they're wearing and stuff. So when I was at uni, it'd be quite awkward when I'd make a new friend and then I wouldn't be able to see them if they were walking towards me or like saying hi. Everyone so I just told everyone, yeah, everyone just thought I was being a bitch and thought <laughs> I was good for them and wouldn't say hi to them when they walked past me. Um, good excuse when you don't good excuse say when hi. I didn't want to say hi, yeah. <laughs> Definitely seen you, but no. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then from that point, and then I told everyone, everyone was just like, oh, I wouldn't have known, but like, fair enough. Kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. That, yeah. How, how have you navigated life since obviously you've made some changes, but has it affected you professionally? Like, did it affect your degree? Um, no, I don't think so. I Because I had it, I got diagnosed, I mean, it's ge- genetic. So I've had it since I was born, but I only got diagnosed when I was 12. Because um, that's when it like, kicked, the genes kicked in or whatever. Um, so I've never really known before it. I actually, the reason why I got diagnosed was I used to be in class with Sarah and her twin Harriet. And I used to sit next to Harriet and they used to read the board. Like I couldn't read off the board when I'd be sat in, in the class. Mm. They would read to me. And then the teacher kept getting annoyed because we were obviously talking. And I'm like, miss, I'm not talking. She's just reading off the board. And then that teacher told my parents, something's wrong. You need to get her glasses. And then from that point on, I just kept getting referred to a bigger hospital, bigger hospital mm. until they figured out what, right, what was wrong. Um, but I don't, mm, I feel like I've just adapted from when I was yeah. younger. Um, I'd say the main thing was going to uni wasn't really the work as such. It was more just like the social act of it. Like I didn't, I'm quite social anyway, but walking into a room completely brand new and not being able to see where any of your friends are is quite daunting. But yeah. that's why I was like going to that talk and that woman, that lady saying like, you just need to get over it basically in a nicer way. Yeah. So she kind so, of changed your life in that moment. Yeah, definitely. It was honestly like a light bulb in that moment. When I was sat in that room, I was just like, why am I doing what? I was embarrassed by it. it. Yeah. yeah. I was embarrassed by it for like four years. And then after it, I, I, obviously I'd like to have my sight back, but I feel like it's so much of who I am now. So kind of, it would be weird if I could see. Yeah, it would, it would be, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of, but I, I never knew that you were embarrassed. Yeah. Like, because it's to anyone else, like you would say, you... I would never think, oh, embarrassing. Like, no, I know, but yeah. But for you, you are embarrassed. And so, like, you're saying, no one thinks, oh, you know, that's embarrassing whatever. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Like, like with Neve, like, no one knows. Yeah. But obviously, you tell people, but before then, you imagine, like, people will say, oh I've, oh, I've got such bad eyesight. But Neve, it's, like, completely different. Like, next level. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just black, sort of. And then, isn't that? Yeah. In the middle, black, black. In the middle, yeah. And then around the outside's blurry. Um but you would never know, just gets on with things and stuff. And then it's it's sort of the classic thing, like you don't, like, you just have no idea. And then someone says something and you're like, oh my God. Like, yeah. You kind of, I think people feel more silly for not knowing. Not yet. Than not like, realizing. oh, that's embarrassing for you. Yeah. But yeah, so like at work, because I'm now not embarrassed, I have, I have two screens that move separately anyway. So I sit with one like really close to my face mm-hmm. and fonts really big and, Everyone in my team knows, and I think by now, most people in the office probably know that, oh, she, there's a blind girl on floor three or something. Um, but I'm not blind girl, basically. <laughs> and I get moved oh, about, and my, nickname. my screens come with No, she's <laughs> blind girl on floor six now. Yeah. <laughs> blind girl on floor, floor six. Um, no, but, like, even when my font's really big on the screen, people obviously will pass, and they're a bit like, oh, but it really doesn't faze yeah. me. Any. It just means I can't look at stuff on my laptop that I wouldn't want other people to see. <laughs> so when I'm shopping at you work... You can't message it on a When I'm shopping at work, I've got to do it discreetly. Oh, it's just so tough. It is really tough. It's a tough life. Oh, I can't do my work. And I realised that you didn't actually introduce yourselves. Um, oh. So we're a bit late to that, but that's okay. Um, do you want to introduce yourself so that people get a bit, a bit more context? Yeah, sure. So I'm Sarah. And I'm Eve. <laughs> And we went to school together since we were seven. Seven. 
and we were friends all through school, ended up going to Bath, both to Bath Uni, and lived together in final year at Bath Uni, and now we both live in London. We don't live together, but uh, we see each other all the time. We um, actually live on opposite sides of London. Yeah. I'm um, in East London, Sarah's in West London. Yeah, but yeah, so we, like, same friendship group, uni friendship group and stuff. Um, but yeah, we, that's basically it. Perfect. So I wanted to talk to you both a bit about, hopefully you can illuminate your experiences on this, because I've spoken a lot on the podcast about those so-called lost years that a lot of people our age face when they leave university, where they kind of come out and their life has had such a plan up until that point, And then they're just like, oh my God, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> how, how, how are you both, how did you both get around that? And is that something that you experienced? Um, I'd say... I, I mean, you did two masters. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I'll get to that bit. The plan, I didn't really have like a set plan. The plan was always uni and then London. Yes, yeah. like I guess most people is at the moment. Um, although I, I, traveling was never really in my plans. So I've been quite fortunate to gone to quite a few places with my um, family, but my all my siblings went traveling. Um, but yeah, so I was at uni and I was doing at Bath the uni we both went to was most people did placement years and I didn't realize so I signed up just doing a three-year course and then realized in first year that all my friends are going to be away in third year and then I wouldn't be able to graduate with them so I did what people would say a panic master's but it wasn't panic because I did it two years in advance so I signed up to the Mm. master's so I did four years and then I did another panic master's after that which was to do in real estate but that was semi- not panicked because I needed it to get my job Mm. um and then to be fair I just went straight into work so I would say that my last years weren't really between uni they were the last weirdly like the last two years of uni because it was kind of like a filler and then I did my second master's in covid so Mm. I literally just sat in a room in Mm. Reading (laughs) (laughs) only only made friends with like my five flatmates because we weren't allowed to go and speak to anyone else very (laughs) well um but yeah and then I came to London Yours was a bit different, wasn't it? Yeah, I am very, like, very plan-focused. Not one of those people with a five-year plan or anything like that, but in terms of, like, I'm just very... Um, you know your, you know when your baby date is there, you're going to have a baby. <laughs> it has to be. October the 5th. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, that's a joke. Um, I, I'm, like, in terms of my life, I always like knowing what we're doing. Like, if we're meeting up with people, I'm like, right, what we're doing, I just... I like things being planned mm. and also the thought of just leaving uni and not having any plan to me not like right in this number of years I need to be at this level I don't yeah. really care about that but it was just all about like, like the immediate future <clears throat> kind of the immediate exactly like plan for the immediate future and just leaving and just sitting there and being like what am I going to do because also I like being quite busy and I the thought of sitting not doing anything I just was so like and also not having an end date to it exactly like because I was like if I went traveling it would have been the most (laughs) (laughs) traveling like I just not very good at no flexibility what happens yeah (laughs) let's hang no 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 we've got a appointment at the next place like I'm always the one that like you know plans the holidays and stuff Mm. like I'm just very organized um um so yeah, and I didn't have a job lined up because I didn't really want to apply for one in my final year. I was like, I don't want to do interviews. And I just, no, no, no. So, and then I was like, oh, I, I, traveling and just floating around and like, what am I doing? Didn't really appeal. I was like, more structured, do different things, but more structured, like maybe go live somewhere different, but do like an internship or something or get a job. But so you're doing something a bit different, but it's not just like, whatever you know complete freedom doesn't really suit me no I also think I would find it hard to get back in the rhythm you know so I ended up because then it was COVID so it was like uh you couldn't really travel and things so I got a job at a school in Edinburgh and um lived there and then I was like oh the holidays I can do things and stuff so that was kind of very random choice. Also, it was a prep school, and people thought it was very random because I don't. She like doesn't kids. like kids. People are <laughs> kidding. I was. They're like, we can't be a prep school, and I was like, yeah, but I was like, 
I'll be doing like arts and crafts. Yeah, and Sarah, I just you actually have to be... look after the kids at the same time. And I thought it's different when you can tell them off. You know, <laughs> kids on the street annoy me because they're shouting and no one's telling them off and I can't tell them off. Uh, but actually turns out they're still annoying even when you can tell them off. <laughs> but I did really like it. Um, yeah, and then I came down to London again. To be fair, my experience should be very much like, what am I doing? But yeah. I've never really had that because I just... I'm not that fussed about achieving certain things at certain times. Just like, just more about having like nice, a nice time, like day to day. Yeah. Like achieving this or that, just like have a good time. So I was unemployed for a while in London. Uh, and then I got a job, which I'm still doing now. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I think I would have find, found it quite <clears throat> like, say what you, what you said, like the lost years, if I didn't realize that I wanted to do property, which mm. basically. I had to do a master's to get a job or you like get chosen as one of the very few that do non-cog which you, it means that they pay for your master's um alongside your job which I didn't really want to do that much anyway so I think if I didn't know what I wanted to do my undergrad was in psychology so it doesn't it lends itself to jobs in abstract ways but it's not exactly like you a know half yeah like medicine or something yeah. so I think I would have actually been quite lost if I didn't just have quite a structured master's to do really yeah my problem is, is I kind of find too many things interesting I'm like oh, I want to do that I want to do yeah. this yeah like I did science and I I find like medicine health and all like things linked to that really interesting so it's kind of like there's too many things so it's kind of like which one do I go for not like what do I do like I think those are people just can't imagine liking any job mm. whereas I was like there's kind of too You'd much like choice yeah. so that was kind of like overwhelming but um also I was lucky because I thought I was kind of like you know people the thought of working for the next six years or whatever is like the worst thought I was like no I need that time yeah <laughs> so much to do like if I'm gonna fit all this in you know in my plan oh, that detailed plan of yours exactly. like, on the whiteboard then I need to get going now I should just start working you should have like, yeah <laughs> exactly why do you think um you both moved to London as did I why do you think people most like why do you reckon grads decide to come here why are we all flocking down to the capital well we live not far we're from Hertfordshire originally okay yes I think it's just it's just the dumb thing isn't it, it is. like I didn't even question it. <laughs> mm. it is it sounds not strange but like why didn't we look at Manchester or why didn't you look at somewhere else you just when people say they're moving somewhere else I'm like huh <laughs> <laughs> people will hate you know, people think Southern, or people from London like think it's the best and that's snobby about it. Like, why would you not come to London? But um, I do kind of think, why would you go anywhere else? I do get it in the terms of we've, we're all, we're, all of us are graduates. The best jobs for most professions, not all of them, most of the professions are in London. Mm. They're obviously, like, there's a lot more headquarters, head offices. Yeah. So... I know that quite like one of my flatmates, she's in finance and you can't really do that job anywhere else. I know that neither of us are in finance, but <laughs> I know I could do my job somewhere else, but my head office is in London. So it yeah. is the best job that I can be doing in this field kind of thing. So I guess that's one reason. Yeah. It's also going to It's easy because if I had to choose to like leave my friends... So I went and lived in Edinburgh, but I was never going to stay because I was like, well, all my friends are here. Because mm. we live nearby. Most people go to London and then Bath, again, most people that we're friends with, anyone come to London. So yeah. it was a choice. Not coming to London was, it's not even like saying no to London. It was like saying, like moving away from all my friends. Um, yeah, that's true. And even in Edinburgh, yeah. Even in Edinburgh, wasn't that like left out because it was during COVID. But I just, people think, I was like, I love it here. And they're like, you stay. And I was like, but my friends yeah you know, I was like I can't leave them they won't because it's also not that far <laughs> I know like, but it's just I like I know it's yeah it's not the same I just and people you make new friends but I was like my friends are good enough I'll, I'll <laughs> I, don't need any more friends. I really don't need any more friends like why would I switch them for other people now I'll go back to London <laughs> back to them <laughs> um cool so one of the things that's obviously part of the trip to London and Neve, I'm sure you can give us some good insight on this is how fucking expensive it is to live here and how outrageous it is renting here plus buying if we'll ever be able to purchase property in our lives um, so since you work in property 
What's your hot takes? God, I don't even know. We're nervous about... I live with two others, Livy and Rebecca. We're nervous that this is going to... Our current flat that we're sitting in right now is going to go up in rent. And I actually don't know where... I've been looking, just browsing. Mm. Everything is so expensive for not even nice things. Like... Mm. It's pictures ridiculous. you see online and it's like it's like it's an actual joke and it's like some like a bed in the kitchen yeah and it's just disgusting and then it's like 600 a month or i know yeah. well, that, that's a steal yeah. <laughs> 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 it is. From. oh no but i mean i've just moved into a new team in uh, my work and i'm in valuations now so i'm actually doing one which is um in angel and it's no wait what's this one in angel well whatever wherever i'm doing it it was um talking about all the house price oh it's in Pimlico all the house prices and like the rent has gone up I can't even remember what it was but it's like it's crazy I think it was the first time that it's gone up in by double digits in a decade it's like up 11 percent obviously because Covid kind of skews it a little bit because people got discounts this time last year um but it's up like I think it was 11 percent in central London or prime prime London rents I just think like how mm. I can't even say how I think well. it's, it makes it better because everyone's in the same position like mm. one in London anyway so it's kind of like oh we're all in the same position yeah. like everyone like some places I think if you were paying that and other paying, we're lower, paying way less, but yeah. we're kind of everyone's in the same boat so it's yeah. like it is like we can all be outraged and rant about this yeah. together and it makes it a bit easier I think as well because most of us of like all of our friendship groups and family and whatnot are all well less so family because they're older than us but we've all started on obviously entry-level jobs as graduates on grad schemes or as um like interns or whatever so we are all, i'm like i literally can't save any money mm. i don't know how people do when they're starting out as a job well i just if they're saving money i just if i save money in a month i look at it as a that must have been a really crap month. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't do anything fun. <laughs> fun. Yeah, like that's how I think. Think like if I'm saving money, it's like, well, you obviously weren't going out and doing things. You know? <laughs> so then it's like a positive way of looking at not saving money because it's like making didn't save money because I did loads of fun things, and then yeah. it's like, well, I saved money because I wasn't doing anything fun. Also, I um, guess like what we were saying about coming to London the whole point of us being here is to have a good time yeah. and make memories and whatever and grow up in our 20s mm-hmm. and whatnot. But you're not going to do that if you keep worrying about... I mean, obviously, you've got to worry about whether you've got enough money to feed yourself and pay your rent. But beyond that, if you've got enough for that, then... Mm. I'm just obsessed with London. Every, like, whenever I used to come to London... If, I love Bath, but, like, when I'd come into London for the weekend, like, getting on the train, I'd just be so happy. Giddy. Like, literally so content, and I'd be walking around London just like, yes. Like, I just always knew London. And people were like, oh, I want to go move here and go here. And I just think, no, I just... London is where I am supposed to be, like... I would like to find more free things to do in London, though. Mm, I'll help you out. Thanks, I know I'll you've got the that. deals. <laughs> Rather than just just a walk. I mean, a walk is nice. I don't mind a walk down the canal or whatever, but... Have you heard of Hyde Park? Oh, <laughs> I have, actually. actually. I thought you were going to have a suggestion then. I like perked up, like, oh, suggestion. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like you have to pay to breathe here. Honestly, I walk out the door and I've already spent at least five pounds. Yeah, yeah. That's there are some days, actually, where I think um, when I bring my lunch in, I'm like, wow. I actually have I'm thrifty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I do bring my lunch in most days, to be fair. But I'm like, wow, I didn't spend any money today. Yeah. Not so, I even, I barely cook my lunch and I'm at home. I have no excuse. And I still, like, go out and get some. <laughs> I'm outrageous. Yeah. Two for one. Pizza Express and it's me closed down. That is I was devastated. <laughs> Sarah's in love with Pizza Express. Is Big it Pizza your favourite? Only on the vouchers. Though. I mean, I wouldn't say favourite. No, you. as a treat. As a treat. You know, price. like if something big has happened, like I'm celebrating. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I just, it's like so, like, nostalgic for me. I'm not mm. even that sentimental or whatever. It's just like that place where it's like... We used yeah. to have the pizza parties at Pizza Express and where we used to live. It was the nearest restaurant to school. So it was, you, you know, just you hanging around for like oh. parents... You went Pizza to Express. Pizza Express was just yeah. everyone. And it was way cheaper back then. Yeah. It's like £10 for a piece. And now it's about £17. Yeah. £15. Yeah. Astra, my favourite. <laughs> also, speaking of money rising, I went to a pub the other day in London. This is also London just being expensive. A single vodka soda lime, which is probably one of the cheapest vodkas yeah. you can yeah. get. Lime, lime. Cheap, yeah. And a pint of beer was £15. Uh, literally, I don't know if it, it's opposite Spitalfield, it's 10 bells. He came out... And was like, that was 15 quid. I was like, that is outrageous. I love when you're outraged you didn't even pay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was outraged for That's him. That's how I it is. I'm not buying the next round. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, I actually am noticing it. Oh, yeah. It really is. noticing I it. I don't know. People used to, London's so expensive. And I was like, except rent. I personally didn't see... You could do things cheaper, couldn't you? I didn't you? find yeah. a difference in other prices. I was like, things cost the same as everyone else, everywhere else. I was like, there's obviously nicer restaurants, so, you know, you the average spend... price might be high, but yeah. it's because there's nicer restaurants and things. But now I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I see it now. Mm. Yeah. Like, hobnobs. <laughs> <laughs> and now, on discount, they're now 135, and they used to be a pound I actually think discount. that's the same with the poppadoms that I like. They <laughs> yeah. used to be on discount one pound, and now they're about 150 you, on you discount. You can get anything for a pound now. Rude. <laughs> 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 I wonder if they have hobnobs. <laughs> Go back to Stortford and There's go such to a Hobnob. group of like old moany grandmas, like <laughs> hobnobs. Oh god. There's hardly oh. any Aldis as well. I don't know if your parents shop at Aldi, but it's like a like up north, everyone shops at Aldi. Yeah. I've only ever come across like maybe two Aldis. Mm. More outskirtsy parts yeah. of London. They did bring one to Stortford where we where our oh, school yeah. is from um during lockdown and my mum used to just shop for herself mm. and like my dad didn't really eat that much, so he would just eat um, in London. Um, and during lockdown, so she used to shop at Waitrose when it was just for herself. And then during lockdown, we all came home, and she started buying all the food for about seven of us. And on it, like Waitrose, it was so. I think it was about five hundred quid a week or something. We were, we were kind. I know, no. What are you we were, eating? My brother. I have two older brothers, and you know, maybe like you lunch, you have. You just have a little, not a snack, obviously you have a meal, but it's not like a full-on, you know, like three. They would have, they would gym a lot. They would have so much. And I just thought, mum, we need to go to Aldi. I'll show you. And we went to Aldi and she cut it by like 200 quid. I'd be the Maybe five, I'm be, maybe I'm being outrageous with a bit five. No, I remember I used to go and we would, mum would pick us up from school. She is a bit of a food snob. Like she wants she the best. It, yeah. She really loves cooking. So she wants yeah. like the really good quality stuff. 
And I was like, I understand that certain things you might want to go to like a nicer butch or whatever, but I was like, wine gums are the the same, whatever shop you buy them in. They're just more in Waitrose. And she was like, it's a nicer experience, you know, all this stuff. (laughs) Anyway, we once she would pick us up from school and she'd go, oh, we've got to do a food. And you'd be like, no. <laughs> you and your parents yeah. would do everything and you had to go to the shop. It was the worst thing. Oh, now, to go home. that would be the funnest oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> Back yeah. Then. yeah, because it, during yeah. lockdown, my I was um, just fin- we were just finishing out in Bath in our final year. So all I had to do was my dissertation, whereas all my siblings were working. So the only t- people that could go do the food shop was me and my mum. So we'd go together and we'd play the game at Aldi. Sometimes you'd go... You'd find the person who's like really quick at swiping, and then me and her would pack up all our bags, put all our bags in, and then we'd have like one for the pantry, one for the freezer, and then my mum would be shoving them down, and we'd see whether we could beat the lady. We never did. They're so quick. Surprising, like you're never going to beat them if you're actually sorting. Oh yeah, you've just got to. You just got to. There's no sorting. Yeah. Yeah. So it was actually a really. I mean, lockdown. There was, you know, you got entertainment. Was that lockdown highlight? (laughs) Yeah, it was a lockdown highlight. Lockdown number one, best thing ever. Going to a big supermarket now, I discovered one walkable, so walkable from me in London. I was not like, the, I didn't not know the big Tesco's. That's you could walk forty five. The big Sainsbury's twenty five minute walk. Where? Sainsbury's isn't my favourite, but mm. um, wow, mm. I didn't know that. Was a big that one was there. a big day when I found that. Mm, that is a big day. <laughs> I don't think I've been to a big one in so long. Actually, I went and inspected a waitress and oh. had to take some measurements. So there you go. <laughs> For life of me, <laughs> going into waitress, take measurements. Yeah, I didn't buy anything. I just went in and took You were there for business. I was there for <laughs> pleasure. Um, um, I want to move on a little bit because I think another fun part about being young and in your 20s and in London is obviously the dating scene. And I've had mixed reviews about the London dating scene. Some people are like, no, there's really cool professionals on there. I've met great guys. And some are like, it's it's harrowing. It is it is awful out there. Um yeah. I once had a friend who I think I told you this when I met you on a first date, this guy was like, How many people have you stuck with? And yeah. was gonna determine whether he should keep seeing this person based on their answer. Yeah, I mean, that's, in my experience, that's that quite guy, good, isn't he it? sounds like a really a great, great guy. guy. <laughs> I'd in love on the first date if he said that. <laughs> in love, no. No, I'm joking. I, uh, we've had very different experiences because I was in a long-term relationship for all through uni and then just before I moved to London, we broke up. So mm-hmm. in London, I'd be single. Neve was the opposite. Yeah, was... And all through uni and stuff, single, come to London and now in a relationship. So mm. we're like the opposites. We are opposites. So I, I had a few months single. I mm. met my boyfriend in December. Um, obviously, I've been with him ever since. But <laughs> since about four months ago. <laughs> since, you know, like five months ago, yeah. Still pretty fresh. Um, so I was single for a couple of months. To be honest, I didn't really... I I mean, I, I met boys, but I didn't really do the dating. I actually don't think I went on a date. You're good because you're not here. that emotional. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I kind of just liked hanging out with my friends and stuff. I, I mean, yeah, I did, I did a few, but I wouldn't. I don't actually have any crazy stories. No. You, you were on it, and now you're off it. Yeah, I'm, I'm off. She's, she's put herself <laughs> on a ban. <laughs> I, it's funny because like, with friends in general i can be quite pathetic as a person standing up for myself oh okay i can you wouldn't think that though not when she said that she enjoyed shouting at little children (laughs) yeah exactly there's so like extreme parts of my personality sometimes i can just be so bitchy (laughs) and other times i'm so pathetic that i can't I don't know if they're not the opposite but you think someone that's really bitchy whatever would be like that's not what whatever i like in terms of like selling myself and like standing up for myself and and like in interviews that sort of thing, mm. I'm awful. And I feel like dating is very similar to interviews. It is basically an interview. Yeah. Do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Yes or no? And I'm so <laughs> honest. Like so, and it's the same in interviews. And they're like, "Oh, ever got an experience in this?" And I go, "No." I'm just, and then I think, oh, I'm so honest. Yeah. People ask me things on dates, and I'm like, I don't, I just, I'm so honest. Yeah, you're too honest. <laughs> too honest. Too honest. Too honest. And also people, I wasn't, I was just like, oh, let's have a laugh, like, bit of dating, whatever. 
but I think I give the impression that I'm really like I am really serious and oh. like really keen oh so then they because I'll just say it how it is I, I had this one person and we were supposed to meet up and he was like we were texting blah 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 like all through hinge and then and then he was like oh like I'd like to like hang out like should we go out and I was just like yeah like and then he said when are you free and I was like well I'm free tonight and because I was like I am free tonight yeah, yeah. yeah. like and but I they also think it's oh my god she's so keen literally like don't oh flatter yourself I just want plans sort of how exactly <laughs> how desperate is she and it's like no my evening's free and I don't like doing nothing so yeah. I'm free like yeah. and I I don't like I if I think I don't say something as like ulterior like what it automotive whatever you're not a just, game player yeah no. I just say it how it is I'm like I'm free anyway and then he was like blimey bit keen oh, and I and I thought he was joking and I was he he worked for Microsoft or something and I and I'm a bit obsessed with Excel <laughs> <laughs> so I said I said the sooner we go out the sooner I can get some free Excel yeah um because he worked at Microsoft and then he was like well whatever and then he later on he was like just want to check your motives feel like you're only after one thing you know you you like as in, because I've said, let's meet tonight. Yeah. Which I understand now why he thought that. But I was like, I was just saying I was free. Anyway, yeah. and I said, obviously, I am only after one thing. The XL. He <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he ghosted you. Ghosted. Oh. Oh, I have been ghosted so many times. <laughs> so many times. I read on someone's profile, I didn't believe in ghosts until I joined this app. And I was like, okay, that is me. Like, it's ridiculous. But I think it's because I seem full on because I'm honest. But actually, I don't really care. No. And I'm like... No. You're not emotionally involved for what? It doesn't matter involved, and like, They could say, and you know people go, oh my God, this. I'm quite, I mean, as we've learned, like pretty relaxed because my standards are so low. <laughs> people could say anything and I'm like, you know, they could be a pretty awful person and I kind of just, whatever. I'm not, I'm not really that invested, but I come across like I'm really... Mm really care yeah I also think I think they all think I'm really into them because I'm quite giggly especially when I'm nervous I think Sarah they, laughs at anything so you'll laugh che- so you're oh. a cheap laugh yeah. cheap as and well. they probably come away going crikey like she is into me like, <laughs> no I just, I'm just an easy laugh but yeah yeah I and then I well it's a bit a bit deep but <laughs> I realized I basically had zero self-respect <laughs> because I thought like, if a friend screwed me over or whatever, I would say, like, oh, you know, didn't like that, whatever. When it come, when it came to dating, whatever, I just would let people get away with anything. Mm. I think it's because it's, like... I think also because you didn't care, mm. you let them get away with it, and then I think it gets to a point where you think, why am I... Like, I've done this even, to myself. Even if I don't care, why am I still letting people do this? Exactly, because sometimes it's worse when you don't care. It's like you didn't even care. You still let them treat you like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> don't care you could shout you should say fuck off yeah but like if you really can you really you know you should give them more chances yeah. i was giving people loads of chances but i didn't even care <laughs> you just wanted plans yeah but literally <laughs> the plans that's what i wanted it, i wouldn't like i would always pay for myself and stuff so it was like you were getting absolutely nothing out nothing out <laughs> except exactly. busy i'd leave and i'd be like 50 quid or whatever i spent there because you can't be stingy on a date yeah. Another yeah like you can't say oh that cocktail's a bit expensive you just got to go for it yeah true. so i would leave and i'd be like if i was gonna spend 50 quid i could have had such a good night mm. with my mates and instead i hung out with that loser <laughs> did i kiss him yes that 50 quid was not worth <laughs> I, I'm actually interested to hear your opinions on whether you think um, that in, I guess, heterosexual relationships that men should pay for the first date because I've seen things online women like, there's a gender pay gap men need to put the world at right and pay for me on the first date or I don't know I wouldn't say they had to I think if you if you haven't had a good time you shouldn't let them pay because you're not going to intend mm. to see them again. So, like, you're not really mm. getting anything out of it. But I think if I ever... Any dates that I've been on, if it was dinner, they would... I would offer, obviously, they would normally pay, but then I'd be like, oh, if we're going to a bar, I'd get yeah. a couple of drinks. Or then I would get a couple of drinks later in the night. Um, 
So I don't think you have to. I think, as in, I don't think boys should, men should. But I know that a lot of men like to. I think it's like very situation dependent. Mm. I also think if I ask someone out on a date, I should pay. You should pay, yeah. Because mm. I gen well, it's like the reason the guys pay is like because in the past women wouldn't work. And we so, have money. Yeah. So obviously they had to pay and that's just stuck around. Yeah. So I think like a situation where a girl could be earning quite a lot. Um, why should the guy... Yeah. She might be earning way more, you know, sort of thing. I mean, it is very rooted in stereotypes. Yes. Oh, it? yeah, classic. And I, I think it's... And people it's the one that people women keep, keep around. They keep the stereotypes <laughs> that they like and they want rid of ones yeah, they, they don't do. like. So true. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I ask someone out, if I say, I want to take you out, yeah. let's go here, they don't have a choice. Like, if someone yeah. said, I'm taking you out, I'm taking you to the net. Yeah. Should I split that? Because it's like, I didn't choose this. Yeah. Whatever. But if, like, then it's not, you should necessarily split. But, like, um, if you, if it's, like, a sort of mutual thing, somewhere that's quite reasonable. Yeah. And you just assume. I just think about it from the guy's perspective. And I think mm. if I were a guy and the girl doing things you know not and you also, see it sometimes where the women don't even i know it's on first dates and stuff but where they it might be dramatized but they don't even bring their cards outrageous i would die the and they just sit there and i think oh, i would never i just like things being fair always with money yeah. i'm always like if a friend buys something even if it's like a couple of pounds i'm like oh just pay because it's it's so easy now like yeah. there's no excuse oh like, yeah everyone mum's home i can literally pay it takes a second yeah. yeah so i kind of think like let's just keep it fair um but I, my, because my brother, I remember he would go on dates and he would take people quite nice places. Mm. He would always like, um, wouldn't really hold back, whatever. And he said like, happy to pay. But he said like, girls would go to the, like the bill would come, they'd go to the, toilet, the toilet, they'd come back, get their stuff, and just kind of let's go. And he's like, there's you no, don't even know if I even acknowledgement mm. yeah. that I just paid. I literally can't bear that. No. Like it, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Also and imagine if a guy like, did that to you. Like you you got the bill and a guy would just sat there and didn't even Yeah. Like <laughs> it'd be so it, yeah. that story you'd be outraged. Yeah. Like, loads of, yeah. I can't not offer. No. I you literally can't. you have like word find it. it so I'm just Poor like oh, I'm cringing inside my body. I have to and I've always and also I push. I'm like no no no. Mm. Even mm. if I want to see it again, there's only been two first dates I've been on where I've actually let the person yeah. pay and one he was like no 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 I invited you out yeah like I and then I was like fair yeah um I yeah and then one was um when I didn't even work mm. I didn't even have any money income or whatever so yeah to be fair I do it with my even now with my boyfriend like yeah, we have date these nights. opinions are like <laughs> oh, right no yeah. with my boyfriend if I say like oh I'm planning the date night or whatever then I'll obviously pay yeah and there's been some times where we've been going out for dinner with some of his friends and we've gone to like a really nice place that is quite expensive and obviously he's been like I'll just pay for, I'll pay for your bit like I invited you to come here with my friend mm. so it's kind of the same even in a relationship like, I don't think being fair I know my boyfriend earns more money than me he's a bit older but I think it should all be relative. I can't remember what programme, but I saw it. Where someone, you might know what it was. Someone moved in. One, the man was earning a lot of money and the woman wasn't. And they moved into the flat together. She moved into his apartment. And she said, I want to pay rent. I want to be put on the lease because I want to make sure that if something goes wrong, like I can't just be chucked out or whatever. And she obviously couldn't pay half the rent. So they paid, his was like 30% of his salary, say. So mm. he's her what's 30% of your salary that makes it fair mm. yeah. which I do like yeah it, it, and the same in like, I guess going out on dates and stuff if your partner or you earn more money than them you can take them for a 200 pound dinner but their date night might be a 20 pound game of mini golf which I think is still exactly it's about the race like, that you're trying it's yeah. the principle yeah. of it yeah. isn't it yeah yeah I agree I yeah and I think some people have it very stuck in their heads I would Kind of interesting being one of those people, like with that, and I just think, God, I mean, I cannot like, imagine you sitting fair, there waiting would be, for them to pay. Their life must be amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> all this free. I mean, it must be amazing, but I can't. I feel so awkward accepting things, like even for my parents, um, and I'm like fully aware that they have a lot more than me. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> like 
was out with my mom and I just had this thing and I was like I feel like I should pay it's yeah. a very strange feeling <laughs> you get to that age anyway the bill came and I went oh I've got this and I took the bill and then we, both, we both just laughed and I handed it back to her because <laughs> I also think sometimes it's like if someone's going to actively struggle because they've because they're paid paying this, for it and it's nothing to you. It's not really fair. Yeah, it's very complicated. Very dependent on the situation. But I would definitely not say guy pays. No, like that's the rule. I don't think that's fair. Fair enough. Um, mm. We've actually been talking for quite a long time. So yeah, no, no, no. It's such a good thing. It's yeah. such a good thing. You've given me so much perfect content. But <laughs> I want to wrap up with the final question because I think this might take up a little bit of time too. And um. I ask everyone, what do you think people should talk less about and what should people talk more about? Yeah, I, I find, find this quite difficult. Talk less about, I don't really have anything that deep or serious. <laughs> uh, like things that were popping into my head. I was like, well, talk more about Queer Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, um, everyone should be watching, talking about it. <laughs> And then talk less about, I was like, to be honest, celebrities, I really don't get, like, and people, I don't understand why people like like celebrities photos on Instagram. I know, comment. It's like, comment that, I get you, like, you can like it because then you want to see it in your likes, actually, but commenting. I do find, I mean, I do enter a few of the giveaways. (laughs) (laughs) I do get sucked in, I do. But yeah, commenting like, mm. love this. Yeah, or like, (laughs) not judging, but questions, like, big celebrities, like, where's your dress from? Do you think this celebrity reads through these thousands of comments? Like Kylie Jenner. Just, just find it, yeah. Boo-hoo, babe. <laughs> I think you're putting so much emphasis on someone that you don't know. Mm. You have no idea what they're like. They they might be a great person. They might not be. But like a couple of podcasts I listen to, and sometimes they start talking about celebrities. I'm like, this is so boring. Mm. I just, for me, I find it very boring. Also, I like live in a hole and I have no idea about what. Yeah. Like name a celebrity. I probably won't know them. Um, I find that all kind of like it just doesn't matter yeah and I don't mind talking about things that don't matter if they're like funny (laughs) basically (laughs) it's funny (laughs) but it's like it's not interesting or funny or anything it's just someone who's famous I guess kind of like that but on a more mine's gonna be on a more deeper level I'm already cringing (laughs) um no but saying like oh why does it matter like I just think talk like people talk about so many other people when like, why why mm. do you want to be involved in their business kind of thing like do you know what I mean even yeah. stuff stuff like I get when you're not involved but stuff like politics and economics obviously it affects you but things like what someone wears walking down the street like okay you can say oh that tops whatever but why are you getting actually offended by it mm. Yeah. I mean, or like, why, why, some people let things like that ruin their day. And I just think you, you must live in such a little jail. Yeah. You let everything else. It's for you. Yeah, it does. It's for you. Caring, caring too much about other people. Care about important things about other people. But people focus on all the unimportant Mm -hmm. stuff, like what they're wearing or any of this, like, they're focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. You also said one. I was also (laughs) asking things on spinning classes. People should talk less about spinning classes. (laughs) She loves spinning. Basically, because it makes me feel bad about myself because I don't spin. <laughs> I, I actually, spin. I did one spinning class in um, Reading and I went with to my two flatmates there and I honestly left the session thinking, I'm going to pass out or <laughs> throw up. I found it so hard. I'm pleased to see it. No, okay. wait, no, I'm, coming, okay. I'm, I'm coming back to it. I'm, you're going to hate me. Um, and then I went to one in London. It was one of the one rebels on my class pass free month. And um, I, I can't. I, I love to say it, it Sarah, mm. but it was you come out feeling like a new woman. <laughs> I mean, your vagina hurts from the seat, but you come yeah. out feeling I like just, a new okay, woman. No, you're right. You're annoying me now. <laughs> <laughs> My other one was people's kids. Talk less about them. <laughs> Anything to do with kids, Sarah? Talk less about. Them. <laughs> <laughs> but talk more about was like. I was thinking about this. I think it's quite nice when people talk about like the really tiny things, like people po- focus on like really significant and like, oh, like promotion or yeah. boyfriend or whatever. But it's like, what about the tiny things? You know, when you're like, how's your day? And someone's like, 
you know, got a seat on the tube. Yeah. I think that's really nice. I love getting a seat on the tube. Yeah. If I get on at my first stop and I get a seat, I think, wow, I'm boss today. <laughs> this, uh, today's a great day already. I could feel yeah. that. I think like tiny things yeah. and like people putting What's emphasis. one thing that was tiny about your day today? Oh, it's tough. Yeah. I actually tried doing this and I was like, literally name like the tiniest, most insignificant thing. You know, like, I'm trying to think of something insignificant, but your your favorite bowl was clean oh, at lunchtime something nice, like that nice. you know like put emphasis on the tiny things i think it's just nice and then you try to find more like joy because all these tiny tiny things add up and you yeah, end up having a yeah, great day okay. i like that that's actually that first question i feel like i found a new answer the film about time oh my god you have to watch it have you seen it i haven't seen it <gasps> God, it's, it will change. Is it a tearjerker though? Because I actively avoid stuff that makes me cry. Oh, me too. Me too. It's, it's, like <laughs> it's fine if it's like happy tears. Yeah. I don't like sad Bad tears. tears. Yeah. Um, no, it's like about me and my sister had an argument. I was like, it's about Caesar's day. She was like, no, it's about appreciating the list of things. It's kind of, it's like having a day. You can think, oh, that was a shit day. But if you picked out all these tiny little things mm. that were good... It would be a great day. Yeah. And focus, they only focus on the big things. Or they let one tiny bad thing affect their whole yeah, day, but they true, don't actually. let one tiny good thing affect their whole day. I'll say one good thing. Mm. I walked to go get my lunch from Waitrose with my two friends from work. And just as we got back into the office, it started raining. And I thought, wow, we timed that so it's a nice well. little thing. That's that's nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, that. Focus on the time. What about you, Becky? What did you do today that was a tiny little thing? Um Oh, I managed to take, so my my boss has a mini dachshund um, and he brought her into the office today and about 3pm I took her out for a walk. Oh, so that good, that's nice. quite a big thing to be honest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, you, need to, you need to say yours. I know, Come I'm on. being the negative one now. You are negative. Um, uh, <laughs> say it. No, I'm not. I can't uh, really think of anything. I'm laughing because I can't think of anything. I mean, I went and bought a packet of fizzy fangs, which was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> my dogs came in. Oh, my dogs came Everyone's in. Everyone's had dogs. Yeah. Oh, I actually walked behind a dog on the pretty much <laughs> oh, yeah. all the way home from the station. So that was quite good. Yeah. And there were skateboarders, and the dog really hated the skateboarders, so he kept like jumping back off the owner and barking. Oh. That was funny. More dog related, I saw a dog outside the Sainsbury's around the corner and it was lying on the floor but with its back legs stretched Fred. out. <laughs> Loved that. That's nice. Yeah, that was a good thing. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I feel like there's a lot that we can take from it to just be more positive, think about the little good things that can You're taking your perspective. Mom's advice. I was like that. <laughs> All the I have good there. advice. Yeah, what was it? I don't know. You put me on the spot now. I've got a fucking Thank you so much for listening to another episode of I've Never Had an Original Thought or if it was your first one, I hope you enjoyed it. There are plenty more that you can enjoy and every episode is very different from each other so I'm sure you'll find one to your interest. If you enjoyed this episode you could also rate it five stars if you're feeling extra generous um, because that is greatly appreciated. So yeah thank you again Um, I'm very endlessly grateful for any and all support and yeah it's so kind to hear you're also nice. Anyway I'm gushing. (laughs) I hope you have a lovely rest of the week. Um, We've got a bit of a, is it a bank holiday? We've got a bit of a public holiday anyway so go have fun and I will see you next weekend hopefully with another episode okay 
See you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.